All right, this is a domain query, uh, Jen Screwed. Uh, very warm welcome, everyone. This is uh, Didact speaking to you in answer to a um, a number of questions, actually, you know, sort of a spaghetti ball of questions from reader um, John C. Uh, he's an old friend of mine, uh, <clears throat> been reading the blog for a long time, and uh, he had a, a lot of questions about um, Gen X bosses and Gen X parenting. So uh, there's a it's a, a question related to my uh, Monday morning uh, great Monday browser crash. Uh, quite a few questions to answer, so let's go through them uh, one at a time. Uh, hey Didact, what are your thoughts on Gen X bosses and Gen X parenting? Uh, I know uh, many blame the baby boomers on this and that, and I myself am a Gen Y. Um, parenthetically, Gen Y you know, millennials, shrillennials, dumbasses, uh, if you will. Basically, uh, kids born after about 1980, and um, therefore coming of age, uh, reaching maturity at the turn of the millennium. That's where they get the name from. Gen X is uh, pretty much what people born after 1966, 1968, thereabouts. Um, baby boomers, people born after a about between 1944 and about 1966-67, um, depending on how you define it. You know, these cohorts are very loosely defined, but anyway. Uh, it goes on, I've worked with silent baby boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, and now Gen Z. Um, and for my American listeners, it is Z. It's not Z, it's Z. I know you all don't speak English, but, you know, just for your, your own benefit, it's Z, um, just as flavor and color are spelled with a U, uh, and uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, analyze is spelled with an S, not a Z. Um, let me make it very clear: you all broke away from the motherland uh, 244 years ago. You decided to come up with a completely new and completely wrong dictionary, uh, full of misspellings. Kindly go back to the Oxford English Dictionary because that's the correct one. Um, that's what ye old Queen's English is supposed to be. And that's, as far as I'm concerned, what is correct. And, by the way, you all drive on the wrong side of the road as well. So, just saying. Anyway, I find the baby boomers would say a lot of crap on things like SJW stuff, uh, but not really mean it as long as the company is making money. Gen X, on the other hand, push health, safety, uh, anti-bullying, and equality far more often in the workplaces and uh, see it as more important than money. I think what you are seeing in the world today in major companies in the USA is the rise of Gen X bosses. I could be wrong, but I don't think many companies are run by Gen Y at this moment in time. I think Gen X are now taking over the companies. Also, parenting. Uh, my gosh, the anti-racism, anti-bullying campaign and the push for young girls in higher education but the Gen X is, is amazingly bad. Uh, Gen Y are now parenting, but we are still at the early stage uh, since many of us did not have kids until we were in our 30s. Uh, I still don't have any at this moment in time. Uh, that, that's him. John is referring to himself. Um, and uh, I also don't have ch uh, kids. Um, I'm actually older than my dad was um, when he had kids uh, when I was born, So, which is a bit depressing, to be, to be, to be very honest. Um, I went to school in the 90s, and baby boomers teachers are the type that will say something but don't care to push it too hard. Gen X teachers are the type that, if they say it, they will enforce it. 
Gen Y are the type to push uh, ideas to the limits until they fail hard and then move on to other ideas. That's why Gen Y try veganism, atheism, uh, women working in high-powered careers, and voting for the left at a higher rate than when they were young compared to Gen X and baby boomers, but again, I could be wrong. And uh, also thought, um, many of the pastors today in the US are Gen X, and what do we see? The stupid anti-racism and pro-rainbow flags. This is not to hate on Generation X, but to show that uh, things don't get better just because the baby boomers are retiring. The baby boomers were and still are bad compared to the generations that came before them, and it is amazing that many of them still think the world owes them. Now that Gen X is in charge, you would think that they would want to reverse some of the damage, but instead they push it into high gear. I also don't believe that Gen Y or Z will do any better when they get into power. My prediction is that many companies today will, over time, give up higher positions to women of Gen Y. They, uh, Gen Y women in the positions, will then destroy the businesses. You cannot put your faith in the generations since they are people. Also, it is sad to think that instead of trying to make positive changes now, Many are relying on, relying on the younger generations to fix the problems caused by their generations and the older ones. Uh, people have given up on Gen Y, but I will tell you Gen Z cannot fix it, uh, at least not on their own, and Generation Alpha will not fix it. It will take all generations to make sacrifices and turn to God. Um, lots and lots and lots to analyze here. Uh, so let's start at the top. Uh, what are your thoughts on Gen X bosses and Gen X parenting? Okay. Um, I think my first couple of real bosses, uh, first in my internship many years ago in Singapore, and uh, then my first corporate job in the US were Gen X, uh, are Gen X, they're still very much alive. And uh, I think they are in their late 40s or early 50s at this point. So if, if that, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're younger than that even. So these guys, I like them. I, I thought they were good bosses, but I, um, I, I thought that they were a bit self-absorbed, certainly. They, they were hardworking and they pushed hard to get things done. They were, in my opinion, pretty fair and pretty tolerant. Um, overall, I've actually had good experiences with most bosses in my career, with a couple of really severe exceptions uh, and it's not coincidental that uh, one of them well it's not coincidental that the two bosses where I had real problems were not white they were Asian uh, one was Chinese and one was Indian and uh, that had a that played a big part in it so it's not just generational it's also race-based and culture-based and um, there's no getting past that it's just the reality of things. In my opinion, uh, Gen X bosses tend to be pretty good because they are deeply cynical. Uh, Gen X as a, as a generation is defined by cynicism and world weariness. And you see that in a lot of the adherents or the, uh, the what you might call the, the ex exemplars of Generation X, Vox Day among them. I mean, he's in his early 50s now. And uh, Paul Ramsey on YouTube. Uh, these guys are deeply cynical about a lot of things. They've kind of checked out of a lot of uh, a, a large part of the world. Um, another one of my readers is, is Gen X. He's about 56, 57 now. 
So he's right on the cusp of Gen X versus Boomers. Um, these guys have established their own businesses and they've been much more independent. And I think that is, if if I can offer any opinion on Gen X bosses versus baby boomers, it is that Gen X is much more in, was and is much more inclined to go their own way, start up their own businesses, do their own things than the baby boomers. Um, I grew up around a lot of boomers and... Uh, um, most of my family's friends are of that generation, albeit of a different you know, nationality, if you will. And those baby boomers were very much corporate career types. Um, whereas Gen X, at least in the US and in the West in general, from what I have seen, are much more willing to go off the corporate track and start up their own businesses and do their own thing. Because they don't see the boomers as models to follow. As for Gen X parenting, the thing to remember about Gen X is that they are the latchkey generation. They call themselves that. And they are uh, deeply disillusioned by the way that the boomers did things. Because the boomers always complain about how slack, how, how, what, how big a bunch of slackers the current generation are people who don't want to stay in the office for 10 to 12 hours a day, people who don't want to work weekends, people who don't want to work 60 hour work weeks. And um, the reason why the boomers worked like that is because that's how they were brought up to think that that's, that's appropriate because their, their parents, the silent generation and the greatest generation um, worked those kinds of hours. That, the, the, the ethos was distilled into them to work long hours and to to work hard and to be the good the, the good corporate types. Uh, Gen X, however, saw the results of that directly in the family home with skyrocketing divorce rates, which left them deeply alienated from their parents. If they had uh, um, parents in the house, many of them grew up in single parent homes. Uh, just ask uh, my friend Adam Piggott about what that's like. He grew up with a feminist single mother and it, it scarred him for a huge portion of his life to the point where now, as he has written in, um, in at least one long post, he no longer communicates with his mom. The last time he communicated with his mother was when he told her uh, that he was planning to get married to his unfortunately now ex-wife. That's the kind of relationship that Gen Xers have with their parents, and that has scarred them and influenced them as they raise children today. Both baby boomers and, to a greater extent, I think, Gen Xers have this helicopter parenting uh, approach to millennials. And there are plenty of stories that you can find of millennials going into the workforce and uh, job interviews and such accompanied by their parents because... They're precious little, you know, parents are like, their precious little angels cannot be seen to fail. Uh, as for whether the baby boomers uh, believe in stuff in the SJW nonsense, I, I would tend to agree. In my experience, the boomers would talk a good line about social justice and all that nonsense, but rarely really follow through on it. I think the boomers were... Uh, much more grounded in reality. 
But they were also much more selfish, and are much more selfish in general. Now, I want to make it very clear. There are many, many exceptions to these very general rules. I grew up with baby boomer parents of that generation, and they have been incredibly selfless and devoted and hardworking. And they taught me a lot of good core values, which I've tried to carry through in my life uh, and throughout my career. The fact that I have proven to be a considerable disappointment in many ways to both of my parents is not their fault. It's mine. Um, the fact that th the baby boomers as a generation is seen as narcissistic, twisted, materialistic, deeply secular, and failed does not apply to them because they did not do the things that many American boomer parents did and spend most of their time and attention only on themselves rather than on their children. Um, put simply, my parents were and are the best parents that you could hope to have. They, they have their flaws, but you know what parents don't? They're of that generation. Um, so when people say that, when people make these generalizations, understand that there are exceptions to these rules. So I am not by any means uh, criticizing in a blanket way all baby boomers or all Gen Xers or all millennials. I'm just applying general ideas and trends and observations to these three cohorts. Um, as for uh, the rise of Gen X bosses, I think that's true to some extent. Uh, the the oldest co the oldest batch of baby boomers is now retiring, and has hit retirement age and is is basically getting out of the workforce. We are seeing Gen Xers getting into significant positions of power in corporate America. Uh, that being said, the boards of directors are still controlled by largely the old guard, and uh, the Gen Xers grew up under significant threat of nuclear holocaust and uh, nuclear war, and they grew up with all the environmental nonsense of the 1980s uh, and the late 1970s, and as a result, their moral compasses have been significantly uh, maladjusted. So they are not able, in my experience, to deal with the realities of the modern world. And unfortunately, they've passed a lot of this radicalism and nonsensical ideology to their millennial children, their late millennial children. There are early millennials and there are late millennials. And what you'll typically find is that the early millennials of sort of my age and younger are much less susceptible to the social justice bullshit than the late millennials. Um, I have family members, I mean, not, you know, I'm not talking necessarily direct family members, but, you know, people, relatives, I would say, who are significantly younger than me, um, around 10 years younger and maybe more, who, although they are from the millennial generation, are radically different from me in in terms of ideology and outlook and everything else. They are much more liberal, much more left-leaning than I am. I am very traditionalist and uh, very right-focused, right very much uh, of the 
what you would have called at, at one point in, in the past probably the religious right. I am very much of that way of thinking, uh, to the point where one of my Gen X readers, who uh, who I speak with on a you know fairly regular basis, uh, he's 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 that uh, aforementioned older Gen X type. Uh, he's he's told me point blank, I don't consider you to be a millennial. I consider you to be part of Gen X because your attitudes are so radically different from your cohort. And that's true. Um, Gen X are now taking over the companies. In corporate America, perhaps, in the startup world, in, in big tech and such, no. That's uh, now the domain of the Shrillennials. And you're seeing the results of that today with the anti-free uh, speech or anti-freedom of thought and um, uh, campaigns and the extreme censorship, the deplatforming, the incredibly narcissistic stupid, short-sighted uh, approaches to dealing with ideas that they don't like, where they basically just deplatform people uh, in blatant violation of their own terms of service and terms of use. And that's because millennials have been raised to be very selfish and foolish by Gen X and baby boomer parents. <clears throat> They've been raised to think in very short term. Uh, ways and to think only in terms of doing good uh, or rather looking good rather than doing good. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the, uh, the Gen Xs are now parenting, uh, Gen, Gen Y are now parenting still in the early stage. Uh, that's true and the fact that millennials have put off getting married and having children until quite late in life is a very, very huge mistake. Um, if, uh, if it were up to me, I would, that is the, that is probably the single biggest regret of my life, that I didn't, uh, settle down and get married much sooner, like 10 years ago. And if I ever have children, I'm going to tell them, you know, I'm going to tell my daughters, um, don't waste your time on college. It's a complete waste of an education. Focus instead on, you know, from the day you turn 18, focus instead on, Finding a good man, getting married, having children as early as possible. Have lots of children. Have four, five, six kids if you can, if you, if you can afford it. And I'm going to tell my sons that the best time to get married is somewhere between 25 and 30. Make sure it happens around then. Um, don't waste your time on an expensive university education. It's basically pointless. Focus instead on developing yourself as a man and focus instead on becoming a family man and a father. Um, Gen Y is going to be pretty disastrous as a parenting generation because of all of the bad programming that's gone into them. And uh, a lot of that does fall on Gen X. I and mean, Gen X teachers, as, as, uh, as John C. points out, these are the type to, that if they say something, they will enforce it. And I think, based on what I've seen, that's, yeah, I think that's a fair estimation. I think that's probably true. Gen X uh, believes much more firmly in social causes than the baby boomers did. Because, see, the, the boomers went through the stupid phase of their lives um, in the 1960s with all the, the, the sex and drugs and rock and roll stuff. And unfortunately, it made them very narcissistic, extremely narcissistic. Uh, and it turned Gen X very cynical as a result. But 
the baby boomers passed on the foolishness of their idealism onto uh, many of the millennials, and Gen X passed on a lot of that uh, deep disrespect for embedded authority, uh, or rather the the cynicism, the black-pilled nature of things, and the the lack of focus on uh, faith and spirituality to Gen Y. And the result of that is a very, very confused, godless generation which has, which desperately tries to um, replace the, the spiritual void with the nonsense that um, that John talks about later. Uh, you know, Gen Y tried veganism, atheism, women working careers, and voting to the left uh, when they were young compared to Gen X and the baby boomers. And that, that tends to be true, actually. If you look at the political voting patterns, the data seem to support this. The baby boomers, the oldest voters, okay, so the oldest voters um, in the U.S. are the ones who vote most often. Of course, I mean, they're the ones who have the time, and they're the ones most directly affected by the results of an election. And that's been true for, like, what, 30-plus years, at least, that I know of. Uh, but you see a remarkable change in voting patterns between different uh, age cohorts and um, between different races, obviously. I mean, blacks in the U.S. vote 85 to 90% Democrat, which is a, regardless of age, but the older blacks tend to vote more Republican than younger blacks do, as, you know, overall. Um, whites rural and suburban whites of the older generations tend to vote Republican much more than younger urban uh, whites. So the voting patterns are pretty fascinating, and there's a lot of data to look at with respect to this stuff. But as a general rule, yes, it's true, uh, the younger generations tend to try out nonsense like veganism and atheism uh, and they try to fill in the, the, the spiritual holes in their lives through other junk, like um, Eastern mysticism and philosophy, which does not lead to good places, let me tell you. Um, the, the Eastern philosophies are corrupting in a way that is very subtle and very dangerous. Uh, one of the one of the big fads among millennials and Gen Xers, of course, is yoga. And one of the aspects of yoga that uh, a lot of millennials in particular really embrace is the idea of meditation. You open your mind, you just let your thoughts drift, you, you open up your senses to let anything in. Well, the problem with opening up your mind to let anything in is that very often something gets in and is not going to be something good. You're not going to like the results. Uh, most uh, non-Christians listening to this, if there are any, would, would scoff at the very idea that the, the demonic realm exists. Christians, like me, know better. There is a very, very dangerous realm out there where humans may well be at the top of the natural order, but we're at the absolute bottom of the spiritual order. We are mewling, helpless, retarded children in the spiritual realm. And there are demonic entities out there which revel in our pain and suffering and stupidity and will do everything they can to take over. 
And that lack of spiritual awareness and spiritual strength is precisely what has left so much of the millennial generation open to such corrupting influences and such stupid, unbelievably dumb ideas. Um, it's not coincidental that that's happening. So, uh, as far as uh, pastors in the U.S. today are, are Gen X and what do we see? Stupid anti-racism and pro-rainbow flags. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, a lot of pastors today are of the Gen X generation, and they've grown up in a post, well, with respect to um, Catholics, at least, they've grown up in a post-Vatican II world. Vatican II was a disaster. Uh, for the whole of the church. Uh, the various Protestant orders, I mean, look, I don't want to start a religious war here, but the various Protestant orders, they've always been susceptible to infiltration and to destruction from within by their very nature, and that's what we're seeing today. Uh, they've always been susceptible to the equalitarian nonsense and the gospel of anti-racism, but the Catholics were supposed to be relatively immune to this, and they were for a long time. They're not anymore. The Second Vatican Conclave destroyed many of the safeguards the Church had put in. And regardless of which denomination you're looking at, the Gen X pastors have been raised, particularly in the U.S., to believe very strongly that racism is a sin, which it's not, by the way. It's very clearly not. And anyone who disagrees with me is welcome to go look at the Bible. Um, I have two copies of it. You know, you know, one King James Version and the other English Standard Version. And You, you know, go look. It's, it's right there in the text. Um, they believe very strongly that uh, uh, homosexuality is not a sin, or at least that we should be welcoming of homosexuals into the church, and nothing could be further from the truth. That is absolutely anti-scriptural, absolutely wrong. Uh, and the results for the, the, the Catholic Church certainly have been devastating. If you don't believe me, go read Milo's book, um, uh, was it Diabolical. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's Diabolical. I'll put a link in the description box. Well worth reading short, punchy, to the point, and ironically, it's written by a gay Greek-Jewish convert to Catholicism who is, quote-unquote, married to a black man and has a black stepson. Uh, this is exactly who we shouldn't be taking any advice about Christianity from, and yet he's written one of the most brilliant exposés of the Catholic Church's inherent corruption that you will ever come across. So... And a lot of that comes from this acceptance, and a lot of that has both influenced and been influenced by the Gen X pastors that are um, now coming into prominence. A lot of Gen X pastors out there are unfortunately now gamma males, because they were raised without strong fathers themselves. And the, it is not coincidental that you are seeing an explosion in gammatude across the world, across... Um, the Western world, and certainly, uh, certainly across the Western world, and some ex uh, to some degree across the Eastern world as well, where you're seeing men raised without strong fathers and the being susceptible to gamma traits as a result. 
he goes on, this is not to hate on Gen X, but to show that things don't get better just because the baby boomers are retiring. Yeah, that's true. It's not going to get better just because the boomers are retiring. Um, the boomers are, as a general rule, going to go to the grave quite happily taking all their stuff with them. The, the generational attitude, at least in the U.S., was that the, the guy with the most stuff at the end wins. You know, he, he, he who dies with the most stuff wins the game. Okay, that's not, that's not how I view the game. I don't view it as um, getting stuff. I view it as starting a family, leaving a, a legacy behind that of, of decency and faith and redemption and hard work in the name of God. I don't view it in terms of stuff. Um, I think that's exactly the wrong way to look at it. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of uh, millennials have been influenced by the stuff approach. Um, now that Gen X is in charge, you would think that they would want to reverse some of the damage, but instead they push it in high gear. Well, remember, Gen X is extremely cynical. A lot of them have just checked out of the political process. They've said it's not coincidental that a lot of the MGTOW movement is Gen X. A lot of them are Gen X types. Unfortunately, the MGTOW movement has now influenced a lot of male Gen Y types, and a lot of those guys are checking out of the marriage and dating marketplaces and the, the, the sexual dysfunction, marriage dysfunction in the Western world is increasing as a result. I don't believe that Gen Y or Z will do any better when they get into power. Now, here I disagree slightly. I, did a, I wrote a post called Gen Hexed um, several years ago in which I, I actually agreed with this point of view that uh, Gen Z um, will, not, will, will be t completely and totally screwed. And in subsequent posts, I admitted that I was wrong because Gen Z is turning out to be the most conservative and right-wing generation in a long time. These guys are completely immersed in technology. It's not like people like me who kind of grew up around computers and um, the older, the elders among us still remember what the, what the days of dial-up were like. My sister can barely remember it. I remember it very, very well. Um, whereas... The, the, the next generation, you know, people born after about the year 2000 or thereabouts, who are just coming into young adulthood now, they have never known life without smartphones and tablets and PCs and on-demand streaming and all the rest of it. They are completely immersed in technology. But those guys are much less um, into a lot of the nonsense that their, their, their peers, uh, their their peers, uh, predecessors were into. They're precursors. Why is that? Well, because they can immediately go online and look up the truth of things. They, I mean, I have had so many arguments with baby boomers about how the media they, they consume is corrupt and and biased and one-sided. And they're like, no, this is the best we can. You're, you, you're so close-minded. You don't look at the media because you know, I don't bloody trust them. They're filthy liars. I mean, if it were up to me, I'd line up most of the journalists in the world and have them tried for treason at this point. I think that's genuinely how bad things have gotten. Um, at least in the Western world, uh, in, in Russia, in Eastern Europe, in Asia, you still get honest journalism. You still actually get some amount of uh, investigative reporting. And at least with outlets in Russia and Asia, you know where their biases are. You know that they're not 
completely unbiased. They don't pretend to be. In the West, they pretend to be unbiased. They pretend to give you the news. CNN lol and the Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation and all the rest. I mean, you know, just honestly, stick them on an island and then detonate a nuke on it. Seriously, it's, it's, it's that bad. Uh, I think the world better off as a result. Um, anyway, I don't believe Gen Z will do any better when they get into power. I disagree with that. Gen Z is turning out to be very conservative, much more so than it appears. And actually, if you look at the attitudes within Gen Z, they're bifurcating very quickly, and they're becoming more extreme. It's not like the millennials who are in a more or less uniform mass along the political spectrum with a few crazy outliers like me, um, basically saying we don't want any part of this. With Gen Z, what's happening is there's a very significant and distinctive split between the two. And you'll see this with uh, Nick Fuentes and a lot of his followers. Um, he and his, uh, his guys basically keep infiltrating these Turning Point USA, or used to anyway, uh, kept infiltrating these Turning Point USA meetings and uh, posing questions like, uh, you know, to so-called conservatives. If Israel and the USA went to war, who would you support, Israel or the US? And the conservatives can never answer that question because they're completely cucked out. Um, but they're, they're asking the right questions. I have hope for Generation Z. I think they see the emptiness and uh, aimlessness of their predecessors, especially the lost generation, the millennials. And they say, I don't want any part of that. I see that being of the right is now cool. It's now good. Um, you'll see this like Kellyanne Conway's daughter. Um, Kellyanne Conway is uh, his most illustrious, noble, august, benevolent, and legendary celestial majesty, the god emperor of mankind, Donaldus Triumphus Magnus Astra, the first of his name, the Lion of Midnight. May the Lord bless him and preserve him. Uh, his senior advisor in the White House uh, for something. Uh, her husband is a flaming liberal. I don't know how the two stay married, but, you know, apparently they do. And her teenage daughter apparently had a come-to-Jesus moment uh, in the recent past, in the last few weeks. And she says she's no longer a brain-dead leftist, and she is now a Trump supporter. That is indicative of where Gen Z is going. They're waking up. They're realizing that the way that their millennial and Gen X parents have done things is very, very, very wrong. And they don't want any part of that. They want a life imbued with meaning and spirituality of the good kind, not the not the the demonically influenced and demonically possessed kind. They want uh, to have a traditional upbringing. They are turning away from this godlessness and secularism of previous generations. That's very much to the good. Um, my prediction is that many companies today will give over uh, positions to Gen Y, and then they will then destroy the businesses. Yeah, that's already happening. You're already seeing Generation Y women and millennials uh, in their mid to late 30s taking over a lot of positions, and the result is that men are fleeing those businesses, and those businesses are going straight into the ground. You're also seeing um, with Gen Y, which is one point, uh, this is one point that John didn't bring up in, in his long quote, in his long uh, comment, Gen Y is much less morally grounded than previous genera generations. 
And this is the reason why you're seeing things like massive big tech censorship with Twitter uh, and Google. Uh, immense stupidity on the part of platforms, so-called platforms like Patreon, which are now deeply against hate speech, quote-unquote. Social justice campaigns uh, from Airbnb and other millennial-started tech firms. This is all idiotic. It's all astonishingly dumb. But this is what the millennials are doing because they don't have a moral compass. They don't have that moral anchor that even a lot of the baby boomers had and have, which is that your word is your bond. If your terms of service say we are a platform and you can only be kicked off the platform for these specific violations and you can only go to consumer arbitration to deal with us, uh, to, to seek redress, and you may not take up a class action lawsuit against us and we won't do the same to you, and then they turn around and break those rules, well, that's something the baby boomers wouldn't have done, for the most part, um, because they understood and understand that a man's word is his bond. Millennials don't serve that, don't have that ethic by and large. Many of them do, but far too many of them don't. I think Gen Z is seeing the results of that and they're like, we don't want any part of that. Um, now, as far as you can't put your faith in a generation since they are people, well, yes, but remember that old meme, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. There is a four-generation cycle, observably true, and... Much as I dislike Hindu mythology, uh, there is a four-phase uh, four cycle within Hindu mythology, um, basically referenced in the Kali Yuga. And you can go look this up. Uh, there is a book called uh, the, the Fourth Wave or uh, The Fourth Turning, I think, uh, which is on Amazon. I'll stick that in the description box as well. I haven't read it. Uh, it's one that I want to get around to. But basically the argument is that there are four generational waves that come and go in an endless ebb and flow throughout, uh, throughout the generations, uh, throughout, throughout, the, throughout the centuries. If you look in the Bible, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Um, it's a truth that has transcended human existence and therefore is applicable across generations. What we're looking at is, if you count them all off, the silent greatest, boom, uh, silent greatest boomer X, Y, Z, right? So that's six generations we're talking about. Silent laid the groundwork for World War II. Greatest fought in World War II and created, you know, the, the prosperity that followed. So what you had was the, uh, the, uh, basically the good times creating weak men uh, in the generation that preceded the silent, the silent coming through into that, and then through the greatest, you had the, uh, the hard times creating strong men. Boomers uh, grew up in, in the good times created by the strong men, and they created weak men in the form of uh, later Gen Xers and current millennials, and millennials have now created hard times again. So Gen Z, the latest generation, is going to grow up through some very, 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 very hard times. 
and they're going to get through that and become strong men again. Uh, that I think is what we're going to see. And uh, many are many are relying on the younger generations to fix the problems caused by their generations and the older ones. Uh, people have given up on Gen Y, Gen Z cannot fix it, uh, and Gen Alpha will not fix it. Um, yeah, these problems aren't going to get fixed. Okay, what we're looking at is down the road a very hard civilizational reset, and it's going to be absolutely apocalyptic. Um, and horrifying. But it's inevitable. The mistakes of the past have caught up to us. The mistakes of the baby boomers have caught up to us. National debts cannot be carried forward into the future beyond a certain point. There will be a proper and true collapse of all of these systems before very long. It's going to happen. Gen Z is going to grow up in an incredible, or will, you know, come to parenting age in an extremely hard world. I have already said to my elders, I cannot look forward to the same prosperity that you guys grew up in. And you know, people of that generation are like, what are you talking about? We had a great life. We we built for ourselves a very comfortable existence. I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna be me. That's not gonna happen. That dream has been ripped away from me. It's not going to be there. I have to come to terms with a world that is much harder and more painful and more difficult than anything you guys grew up with. And I can only feel for the next bunch of idiots, you know, 15 years down the line, who are going to have to go through even worse lessons than the ones I had to go through. But um, I think it's worth remembering that these hard times are what make us men. And when you go through them and you grow up and become more of an adult, you will eventually grow resilient against the pain that you see around you. And that's when you can start building anew. That's when you can start rebuilding civilization. Humanity has been through times much worse than this. Um, anyone who b disbelieves me is welcome to read Barbara Tuckman's book, uh, Through a Distant Mirror, The Calamitous 14th Century, uh, in which Europe was ravaged by plague and famine and uh, war, uh, you know, the four horsemen were riding quite, quite plainly in sight back then. But look at what happened a hundred years afterwards. You had the Italian and Spanish Renaissance. You had the rebirth of Europe. You had the rediscovery of uh, much of the art and civilization of uh, antiquity that had been destroyed by Islam in the previous 700 years. So there is always hope. There is always something to look forward to. The problems of the present aren't going to be solved. They, they can't be solved. The collapse is coming. It's going to happen. What matters is not that the collapse will happen. We know it's going to happen. Okay, The United States is going to break apart as a political entity within our lifetimes. It's going to happen. The point is not to worry about that stuff. The point is to look forward to the future with hope and with reverence to God and to try to enact His will, to learn from the mistakes of our past and to pay attention to His will for us. And once we do that, I think we're going to be on firm footing. And I think the generation to do that is going to be Generation Z. 
and to some extent, you know, the older uh, millennials like me. So that's all I have to say on the matter. Um, I know I've gone on for quite a while, but there was a lot to unpack. And uh, I hope you found this informative. Uh, this has been Domain Query, Generation Screwed.